first ever review, and it's all thanks to this little box mod. It's the Punchbox V2 by True Mods. Okay, this is the... Fabulous, matey. Well, for those wondering why the strange intro this week, and who that handsome devil was that appeared to be Silent Bob. Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you should recognise that was the original solo. And there's a very good reason for that, as I would like you all to join me in wishing hearty congratulations to Mark for hitting the four-year mark. 2015, this young, fresh-faced youth appeared on our screens. I don't, I don't for the know first about time. I don't about young and fresh or faced. <laughs> so well, you were about then. Duck Dynasty or something like that. <laughs> Got me a mod. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Bubba. Bubba, what do you reckon? It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> We've blown this one already. <laughs> You're not kidding. Is it me or is it hot? It's a little warm. It's a tad warm. By all accounts, it it's going to be the hottest bank holiday on record. Great. I'm stuck on a laptop and it's going to be warm. Mm. Uh, I can't drink. So, who are we going to say hello? I'll let you say hello to people in chat. <laughs> It is too hot. Good afternoon, Rev. How are you doing, mate? Right. Let us see who we have. Ooh. We have the ever-wonderful Mr. Richards. Joining us after a week's break. Bless him. I hope you had a nice uh, birthday. Yeah, I hope you did. Uh, Gav, good afternoon, sir. Ben, good afternoon, Grumpy. Joining us all the way from the possibly similar heated uh, Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> Mine, no, I think Ben. Ben's probably uh, up in the 30s by now, isn't he? It's uh, a nice, awesome. cool, it's a nice, cool 28 Celsius. Hmm, it's not far off here then. <laughs> well, I got it. Uh, it's 21 Celsius in this room at the moment. Well, that's inside with curtains shut, yeah. so I'm betting it's tickling 25, 26 outside. Yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon, Jake. Thank you for joining us, sir. Manic, Rev, that was a really enjoyable feast for the eyes last night. The Blotto. What a review. I thoroughly enjoyed not, watching I've not, I've that last night. I've not watched it yet. I've not watched it, so don't spoil it. I'm not going to. You're in for a treat. And Timmy. <laughs> Timmy, I'm so jealous of that mod. I, I'm just so jealous. That cyberpunk mod is just gorgeous. Oh, that cyberpunk, yeah. You're not kidding. It's got the turret on top. I was quite surprised. Yeah? Yeah, he's got the turret. It's the turret. 
Blimey, I'd not clock that. Mm. Oh, there you go. Rev saying it's 38 in the van. It's like a greenhouse. Mm. <laughs> and Ben, it's raining there. Ooh. It's always raining there from Ooh, Santa. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Tell us something we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Philippines, of course it's wet, so <laughs> Very moist. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Very moist part of the world. <laughs> oh, God, moist and steamy. Hmm. <laughs> UK Papester. Afternoon, kid out. So are you all right then, yeah. Blue? Brilliant, yeah. Just uh, trying to sort out these reports. So mm. <laughs> You've been doing your up and closey and I've been battering away at the laptop uh, Trying to catch up. It's all good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, yeah, I've been busy this morning. It's um, pod systems. I've been doing a couple of pod systems, uh, you know, up and closes. And, yeah. You'd, you'd think a, a pod everywhere. system would be quite e- easy to do. But, uh, yeah, I was having some difficulties. I've got one that's got um, variable um, power settings. And the button is so tiny and uh, you have to press it three times oh I'm trying to get that right on camera it was hard oh bless you hmm. Voca. oh Speaking. did you see Voca oh poor lad poor lad his missus made him clean his vaping shelf oh yes we had a little chat on that in Vix last night because <laughs> mine's demanding I clear all my gear up and I'm like no <laughs> Then she threatened me with violence, so I'm thinking maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not being on Pornhub. Thank you, Ben, for that one. Battering away at the laptop, doing reports equals Pornhub. Mm. I wish. <laughs> oh, bless you. What, what episodes are we on then? 18? 18. Yeah. 18. Is it, is it 18? It is. The four year yeah, anniversary eight, show. I know, 18. Yeah. So, what are you vaping on on this momentous day, young man? Well, I'm, <laughs> I, I feel quite boring at the moment. You and me both. <laughs> I, I, I really do. Um, I'm still on the Kylie M with the Hexone. And. Considering I'm a person that's a Mech fan and an RDA fan, I just seem to be picking this up all the time. I don't know why, it's just one of them things. I love it, absolutely love it. I've still got the same coil in it. I've re-wicked it a couple of times. And yeah, the batteries in this what for some reason, um, I put a fully charged 28650 batteries in this. Mm-hmm. I've got the potentiometer rough just below 50. So I'm guessing I'm round about the 55, 60 watt area. Hmm. It lasted me all day yesterday. And I mean, when I say all day, it, I put them in at, what time was it? About 8 o'clock in the morning. I was still vaping on the same batteries at 8 o'clock at night. Blimey, my drag didn't do that yesterday. Hmm? I, I, honestly, and the flavour that I'm getting off this uh, Kylie M, 
is absolutely brilliant. I've just been picking this up all the time. It's just been ace. So I'm on that, and inside there we've got the vintage mix berry lemonade. Very nice. Well, it's a 200ml. It's going to take me a while to get rid of that. <laughs> so I'm on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then I'm on the Eurus with the uh, Preco 2 um, D-Pod disposable uh, tank. I thought I might as well. I'm going to see how long this lasts. Um, I'm on my third week now. Same coil in it, so I thought I'm going to carry on and see how long this one lasts. I have finally done a up and close C for the Eurus, so a review is going to come out of that next week. After how long have I had this? I think I worked it out. I had the I bought this uh, back in October Expo. That's how long I've had it, and it has not left my side. It's been a corking little mod. So yeah, that's going to be up for a review next week. Also testing this little devil now. It kind of looks like another one that looks very similar pod system, doesn't it? Hmm. This is the Yuwu uh, X2 little pod system. And yes, it does look like another one that I may have from another company. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not too sure about the length of that mouthpiece. Oh, that, that mouthpiece, look at that for a pod. That's a big old boy, isn't it? Yeah. The drawer on this one is a little bit tight though, and I mean a little bit too tight. Oh my god. But it is a true, a true mouth to lung. So I'm on that one. And I'm also on the Wilt. I want to call it the Wilt. It's the Wit. W-I-T. Wit. From UCAM. <laughs> this little Jemmy. Good that for a, I mean, I've only got small hands. That's a proper stealth, isn't it? Isn't it? It's a cute little thing, and it packs a punch. That is not bad for a little mouth to lung. And in them two, mm. I have got uh, lemon pie, and I've also got uh, double drip, nick salts, uh, lemon sherbet. And that's it. Drinking-wise, I'm on water. Water today, because it's hot. And that's it. Bless you. That's all. That's all I am. At. Oh, tell a lie. Tell a lie. Probably. I'll just take the uh, the tank off. Probably the smallest mod. Yeah. Look at the size of that baby. It is tiny. This is the Kodu from Yukon. I'm also trying this one at the moment. And I'm impressed with it. I mean. My actual tank looks silly on it because it looks so big, like, because it's that tiny. So I'm going to have to try and find something that's really small. Good, is it? Dear hell. I'd be terrified I was going to snap the cartridge. It's a little stealthy little devil. Totally stealthy, that. So, mm. yeah. I'm going to have to try and find... Uh, they're the smallest um, tanks that I could get hold of. Uh, I've got some more and they're slightly higher, so I'm going to have to start looking for um, a 510, probably a Carto or something like that, you know, a little Carto one on top of it. It's just so cool. <laughs> and that's it. That's what I'm, I'm I'm playing around with at the present moment. So what are you up to? I've been so boring, I'm afraid, because um, I've been banging away on the laptop. So it's the rewrap drag with the uh, 
Mesh Dang Dang. Which one's that? That's the... I don't know. Let's have a look. I'm so sorry. My brain's just gone. You're Let's on your own, look. kid. Let's have a look. <laughs> is that the off? The off. Yes. The off. Still with the stainless steel in. Hmm. And that's been getting some battering, trust me. So I, I'm impressed so far. I think we're up to two and a half weeks. Yeah, something like that. It must be. Which isn't bad, to be honest. Mm. Um, and within that, I have what's left of my Contra. Uh, Mr. Old Wick Liquor. Hello. Hey, old Chris. And then I've got the my ever faithful Passito. And within that, I have uh, Pod Salts. The Pod Salt oh, Strawberry. Yeah. So that's the 20 mil. Well, Is it me or do they don't feel like 20 mil? No, there's a fair whack of throat scratch there when you first jump up. Hmm. Because I normally vape 10 mil, um, which is a, for me is a lovely smooth vape. Mm. Yeah. Uh, ten, sorry, 10 milligram on the pod salts. These are 20. And for the first sort of three or four hits, it feels like I've got a baby kitten sliding <laughs> down my throat. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, the pod salts, certain flavours are brilliant, mm. but there's not many. Yeah, what are the, um, yeah, are theirs? Mm. Mm. They're the, all right. Salt... I mean, yeah, they're all right. They're not horrible mm. juices, but they're not, ooh, juices either. Oh, definitely. You know, they're not They're not tickling my cheeky bits, you know. Uh, no. The... <laughs> The salts ones, mm. the one, the the uh, ones that I get from the local B and M, I haven't had all of those so far have made me go ooh, mm. you know, including the watermelon, which I am not a huge fan. I of. I mean, the box that they gave us at Expo was really nice. It was really nicely packaged and everything, but the the actual juices inside, all right. I'd go for the blackcurrant. I'd, I'd quite happily go out and buy the black currant. Yeah. Uh, the mint, the icy mint was pretty nice. Mm. Um, what was the other one? The mango was pretty good as well. Mm. I enjoyed that. But the rest of them, I mean, I don't do tobaccos. Yeah, I mean, so... I've had a couple of their tobaccos and it's like, mm, it's that typical e-liquid flavoured mm. tobacco style. There's nothing that's... Ooh. Don't get me wrong, they're not horrible by any means of the imagination, but they are... No, no. I would say they, they, they are... I think they're catering more for a, the all-day vape. Mm. Something so, like, it's not over... It doesn't matter what flavour it is. It's not overboard on any... Either way, it's not too strong and it's not too heavy or anything like that. It's just one of those... This could be your everyday vape. You know, you're at work mm. or you're going out and then obviously you have your posh juice at night time. I think that's the best they're, way of explaining it. They're not yeah, crap they're juices, but... Oh, not at all. I mean, they're good, solid. You know what you're getting. After the first hit, that'll be it. You're going to get that constantly all yeah. the way through. Yeah. 
um, which is great. Mm. But I mean, having tried different brands that do have that little bit of wow factor, mm. you know, in the Nick Salts. I mean, Wick Liquor, they do now do Nick Salts in the Contra and Boulevard and all the rest of it. So I really want to try those because I'm a huge fan of the 7030. Mm. You know, so, oh, of course, we sound like we know what we're talking about. Well, we should do by now, though. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> You've been doing this four months. I've been doing it as a blip in comparison. <laughs> doing it four months. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Four months. My biggest regret, on a serious note, I mean, yeah, is I've been doing this for four years. Do you know what my biggest regret is? I should have done it, do it when, I, when I started. I really do. I should have been reviewing back then. Well, tell them how long you've been vaping. Eight years. <laughs> Eight years. The official date is today for the eighth year. And the official date for the reviews is tomorrow, 26th. But eight years. Nah. I ain't had a cigarette. In, I've not had a cigarette in eight years. Happy anniversary, dear boy. <laughs> Alan, afternoon, kiddo. Nice to hey, see old, you, Alan. buddy. Good afternoon, Bronco and Tetley. Sorry, mate, I didn't see you sneak in there. It's not like you, Tetley. You did, you did <laughs> sneak in there. Oh, what else we got about the Oh. Oh. Been playing with two different Nixols, just so I know if somebody wants to know. Interesting. Interesting. Lethal. Good afternoon, Chris. <laughs> well, good morning for Chris, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. I think he's been tickling his frogs again. Oh, my frog has <laughs> only got one leg. <laughs> Stop My frog <laughs> is got one leg. <laughs> oh, oh. I'd check that juice, mate. There's something in it. <laughs> Honestly, I have been um, totally chilled out uh, yesterday. It was absolutely gorgeous. We had really, me and my wife had a really relaxed day yesterday. And today's gone. Normally, I'm stressed out with me up and closes, and it went reasonably okay today. So, yeah, I'm in a good mood, and I'm not at work tomorrow as well. So, yeah. Yeah! That's always good. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Bless you, young man. So, we've we done the buffet. We have. And we've mentioned the vapeversary. Vapeversary. Indeed. So, is there anything else you want to throw at, throw at us before we move on to the news? Not that I can think of. Is there what else? Well, apart from your incredible uh, looking like <laughs> Silent Bob. <laughs> that was good, though, wasn't it? I, I just wish I looked like Jason Mewes. <laughs> <laughs> Far too chubby for that, dear boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've got no. I'm, I'm, I'm all done now, dusted. And let you carry on the show, sir. <laughs> no, no. I mean, eight years. Yeah. So come on then. Well, in your eight years, what do you think's the biggest 
gift that vaping, you know, the, the biggest innovation that you've seen in vaping? Mm. And what was the worst thing? That's a really hot... It's a good question and it should be an easy one, but it's not. Mm. Uh, from in the eight years that I've been vaping, uh, vaping has changed a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot. And going back to, I, I kind of do miss the early days because it was more of a do-it-yourself Heath Robinson kind of affair, whereas everything mm. nowadays is just you just bite off the shelf. We was a bit more um, tolerant back then with devices and things like that. We was making things and things like that. And yeah, so I, uh, I think the biggest change for me was obviously the wattage race. That, mm. that was a blooming, absolutely gorgeous thing that was. Uh, when I first started, I think the highest um, device was something like 20 watts. Dear Lord. That was about it. That's one of the reasons why I got into mech, so you could have more power. So it was as simple as that. Uh, so the, the, the wattage race was really good. I, I really enjoyed the wattage race. And there's a couple of things. Uh, Subomin, for starters. Mm -hmm. that, that wasn't a thing when I started vaping. Um, what else? I think the, one of the biggest wows was the um i'm trying to think of the deck now um oh the two post top bottom oh my brain's gone dead velocity hmm. i think that was one of the biggest uh, the velocity the goon deck i think there was the two real big wowers mods hmm. getting up to 200 watts i thought that was a big wow as well so yeah you see, the thing is with vaping, even in eight years, it cycled itself so rotten. What, mm. what one minute was quite trendy has died back and has re, uh, recomed, so yeah. Does that help? Thank you, Velocity, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, like you say, with the pod systems, we are going back to that lower wattage style of vaping, aren't we? Hmm. But, uh, I, I don't think know. pods are lasting. I think pods are going to start fading out again. I really do. Mm. I genuinely do. I think it started to... If you look what's going off, I've started seeing a lot more rebuildable and they're almost like the... It's like a hot, It's like a hybrid between a mod and a tank now. Mm. You've got the aesthetics of a pod... But you've got the rebuildable with the actual um, decks now. So it mm. is kind of moving away from that pods era. Squonking. Squonking was very interesting for me because Squonking was um, originally designed, I think I mentioned it last week. When people started swanking, when I first heard about swanking, was because tanks at that time were not definitely not giving you the same flavour that an RDA was. Mm. And the whole premise for having actually a squonk was so that you had the capacity of a tank with your bottle and obviously you had the flavour of an RDA. And that was where squonking originates from. 
So, uh, yeah, I tried. I messed around with Squonky when it first came out, but uh, I, I never bothered too much with this, the second run. <laughs> I always end up over squonking no matter what. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, I hate having, you know, driving along and you, oh, and there's I just mean, juice everywhere. Me personally, I can't see the point of it. I've never mm. liked, never liked it. Never, I've never been a fan of squonking for the simple reason is, why carry two bottles when I can carry one? Well, yeah, yeah, no, I agree completely. I th- and also, I think unless you're going to get into your really high end and it's more about the mod than it is the actual mm. squonking side of it, since the top side come out, what's point in messing about? True, uh, true. Honestly, what is the point? I mean, the how it took so long for the industry to come out with the top side, I will never know because it's so like it makes just logical sense that you just fill undo your cap, fill it up, put your cap back on, and then you just squonk it. Mm. Whereas other squonks and other makes and models, you literally have to take the bottle out, unscrew the top. Fill it up, put your screw back in, put it back in your mod to squonk. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. I know there are adapters that you can get, but that's the in- initial way of actually uh, squonking. Is actually you have to take the bottle out, unscrew the top, fill it up, put the screw back on, put it back in. And to me, that is just too much mess. Way too much mess. <laughs> well, Voca brings up an interesting one. He thinks uh, rebuildable matter lung is coming back bigger. Mm. I'd go with that. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm. I am beginning to wonder whether the stock coil. I appreciate you know, for the hobbyist, the stock for the non-hobbyist, the stock coil is brilliant. Mm. Yeah. No mucking around. No ohm reader. You don't have to scrape, and you're not pinching your coils. You know, you just swap it over, banging a new one, bump. But uh, I do think. There's a place for them. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, let's face it. There's a a place for everything in vaping, from mouth to Mm. lung, direct to lung, to clouds, bro, clouds, to building, not building. It's whatever suits you. And Mm. that's what... One thing that I absolutely love, and I think this is probably one of the reasons why I have been into vaping so long... No matter who you talk to, it doesn't matter who they are, they've got a little twist of their own twit. Mm. So you might have two people that are into mechs and RDAs. Yeah, they might be into mechs and RDAs, but, oh, no, I am I like this style of deck. I like building this way. I like putting these coils on. And you might be totally different. So you can always have that organic, natural conversation with somebody, even though you do all of us are doing exactly the same thing. It's so there's so variations on people and how they actual vape. And mm. that's what I love about it. Really do. There's always a different way. Blimey. Wow. So come on then. We've done the, the good stuff. What about the bad? Silica Wicks got to be up there. Silica Wicks, um, yeah, yeah. Ceramic coils. I am not a fan of ceramic coils. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm no, no, no. Sand coils. Pod system. 
systems in general, I think the pod system uh, market has just overwhelmed itself and flooded it. I think that's spoiled a lot. But besides that, there's nothing been majorly mega, mega bad out there. It's all right, Rachel's just popped in before she goes to a barbecue. Oh, Rachel! <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> she had the nerve to say we should behave this afternoon. We are behave. We, we behave every afternoon. Do we? Do we? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Madron, no. Oh, Lord. Yes, that's better. I found the centre of my screen. <laughs> Hey! Yay! Hey, he's looking at us. Hey! Uh, you're, looking, you're looking straight at us now. You, know, know. you normally... I finally worked it out some. <laughs> <laughs> I've put you in top corner and then I can look straight at you now. Yeah. Enjoy you well, with all my your My camera is exactly there ones. and you're just there. On the screen. Yeah, but you're more OCD than I am. Well, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I am very OCD. Oh, bless her. She's got five minutes to go. So, Rachel, does that mean you're going to be abusing gin this afternoon, perchance? I'm betting, the, I'm betting Chris is on girls' duty. <laughs> and Rachel will be... Rachel will be abusing the gin... What's different from the picture on Grinder, Jake? You saucy mare. <laughs> Thing is, though, why is he on Grinder? <laughs> I say. He's looking at pictures of him on Grinder. Hmm. Interesting. We'll have to look into this. <laughs> I wouldn't. Not too closely, no. <laughs> Mind you got to because it's only a little. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, here we go. Rachel's now disputing that new gin. Never. <laughs> oh, bless and <laughs> You've got a raving iron? <laughs> What's a raving iron? <laughs> Left footer. Bats for the same team. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> naive. Member of the community. Naive. <laughs> I'm just naive. Don't know. <laughs> Remind me to take you to a couple of nightclubs. You'll have a good time. <laughs> oh, my God. She's turned into a lush. Oh. Wine with the barbecue and gins for later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm lucky these days. I get tango or barbecues. Yeah. Everybody seems to have tango or coke. When people, when you don't drink, it's mm. like, do you want a drink? What you got? Tango? Coke? Oh, yeah, I got some of that. <laughs> or if you're going to a posh one, it's J2O. Orange and passion fruit. Ooh. <laughs> no, I don't like that stuff. I've, I've never well, been. I, a, I, I can cope with orange, uh, you know, tango, but besides that, mm. I'm not a fruit flavoured drink person. Give me a bottle of dandelion and bird up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dandelion and bird up is proper. That's right, proper that. 
we're showing our age now. <laughs> so, this dandelion and burdock you speak of, is it like Dr. Pepper? No. <laughs> it's slightly medicinal and it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that I like Dr. Pepper and all. Oh, oh. She's a posh lush. She's brought some Morello cherry lemonade for Chris and the kids. Mmm. Mmm. That's one I've not tried. Morello cherries, huh? Don't, I, you, don't you shove them in? You can shove them in white in gin as well. In that, like, turns into like a slow gin. I know you get slows, but if you put them in there, but like a tangy cherry gin. Mmm. Because I know uh, our neighbours next door, when we used to live in Tickill, they used to do make slow gin. Mm. Mm. Uh, my reason for not drinking anymore is very different, Hephaestus. Um, my good lady, she who must be obeyed, the love of my life, that's just stopped me from getting hit, <laughs> was diagnosed with uh, late onset epilepsy. Plus my daughter's epileptic and uh, autistic, so I've got to be able to basically jump in a car at any time. Mm. So that was it. Booze was out the window. So not a problem, though. And I don't drink. I really don't. Did I, you do, I, yeah. I used to drink. I mean, when I was sort of like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. But then all of a sudden the headaches were just too much. And I, I just don't bother. Just don't bother. I think I... I have a pint now and again. I've got a big array of Jack Daniels. Wait a minute, I've got more Jack Daniels bottles up there than a I mean, distillery. But uh, mm. I just don't drink. It just doesn't bother me. No. Um, technically, six mil. Um, I've only tried three mil in the, the Paseo. And that, would, that was absolutely fine. So I think it just depends what your tolerance is. Because the Nick salt... I find the 10 mils fine, but the 20 is a bit scratchy. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know what you're down... Are you normally a 3 mil on drippers and tanks? Hmm. Alan. Blimey, you beat me there, kid. Bill's on an epilepsy drug that precludes drinking. Dear God, you know, if we have a meet-up at Expo, it's going to be a cheap do. Tis, isn't it? <laughs> Say that no, it's going to be an expensive too because normally blooming soft drinks are dear as blooming uh, the regular stuff. Oh, there we go. Three mil, but goes to six to nine on matter long. You shouldn't have a problem then, totally. Because mm -hmm. um, the nice thing about the Passato is with the airflow, it's fairly restricted anyway. So even wide open on the direct to lung setting. It's still a very restricted draw. The mouth to lung is actually very, very close to a decent mouth to lung. Um, I wouldn't say it's, you know, if, if you're down to the single hole, you know, on the Nautilus, the smallest setting, it's nowhere near that. But I'd, I'd sort of put it somewhere in the sort of top three quarters on the Nautilus. Hmm. Yeah, three quarter setting on the Nautilus. It's, it's fairly restricted. See me, I need for the win. <laughs> I need way higher nicotine for mouth to lung. 
I, I don't I'm, like I'm, it. I'm, I'm vaping on some of the... I mean, most I've got is 20 mil, like. And some of that time, you think, oh, I'm just vaping on area. <laughs> but saying that, when I first started, I were on 36. Blimey. See, I st I, when I first kicked off, I tried 24, and it was just way too much for me. Mm. Even though I was smoking two packs a day, 24 milligram was just way too much. The most I used to vape was 42. Jesus, dude. Yeah. I used to have to order that specially. Prior to, prior to the old days of the TPD. <laughs> <laughs> so at this rate, what we're saying is if we have a meetup at Expo, everybody brings a bottle of different soft drinks and we can have a party. <laughs> because we've got Timmy and Bill on the meds mm. Chris on the meds you, you're not bothered I'm not bothered <laughs> Rachel you better bring your own hip flask love <laughs> <laughs> exotic punch <laughs> Ooh, he's still got 60 yeah. milligram steak from uh, Expo well Ryan <laughs> oh god but it's one of them things, isn't it? I mean, I like that really nice. If I'm going to mouth to lung, I want that throat air. I really do. I need that throat air. That, that's weird, because I don't miss the throat air. Mm. That's, really that's why I'd rather direct to lung. Direct to lung uh, satisfies me way, way more than a mouth to lung does. Mm. Mouth to lungs are handy for... For arguing sake, that in, in especially in like in a working day, for arguing sake that you are restricted on how much you can vape. So for arguing sake, you're in an office that you're not allowed to vape, but you can pop out and have a vape break mm. or your dinner and or whatever. Then would be the time that I would probably go to mouth to lung, but it would be high nicotine. Mm. Now. I've been nipping out and just using this on 10 mil mm. and and it it does satisfy the, the craving and because it's much less cloud production I don't, I don't end up scraping VG off the inside of the car right? <laughs> well, yeah, there's always that, isn't it? oh man does anybody else have that or is Ooh. it just me being a scutty beggar no uh, <laughs> no definitely it's more in winter mm. way more in winter it's it seems to shimmy. How do you clean yours? Uh, white vinegar, a mm. little bit of uh, washing up liquid, and then uh, give it a good old lather up. Then the old squeegee. <laughs> <laughs> and then a quick polish with a microcloth. And what about your window? <laughs> Thought you'd never ask, dear boy. Mm. <laughs> oh, here we go. Grumpy, you've created a brown ale pie and mash. Maybe a visit to the Winkle stall. Oh, brown ale pie and mash. Oh. Sounds good to me. It's too warm for that today, though. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I was seriously thinking about toading old for tea tonight. That's what she said. <coughs> old Swan. Yeah, 
grass wipes do seem to work, but they smear like buggery. Hmm. I find I, I find I get a much better result with the the yeah. old fashioned rag and yeah, I do dash of vinegar in. I think that vinegar cuts through it. Mm. Mm. Works wonders on your kitchen windows. Oh, wonders! Oh, yes, that's all. Oh, fabulous! Shine, shine, blinding the neighbours. I am, darling, blinding <laughs> them. <laughs> oh dear! So, Good dude, time. have we got any news or anything? Yes. Well, there's there's a couple of things that I found interesting today. Thanks to Neil H again over at ESIG Click. Highly recommend you bob across yeah. and have a shift of it. Uh, his uh, articles, some of them are excellent. So it looks like India are now uh, planning on jail sentences if you are caught vaping. If they do bring in the vape ban, mm. you'd be looking at a massive fines of up to $7,000 and jail sentences of up to three years, which uh, is a bit scary. It's awesome, isn't it? So it looks like criminalisation of vaping is on the cards over in India, mm. even though we are seeing more and more uh, evidence that actual vape bans are actually causing more harm than good. Mm. Um, so it's starting to make you, your head spin a little. Now, here's one that I found interesting. Totally wicked. Totally wicked, the uh, chain of vape shops mm. appear to have jumped in bed with WH Smiths. Okay. So um, there's 445 shops in in various towns, uh, railway stations, and airports. Uh, uh, totally wicked. It already has deals with bargain booze, Euro garages, and sponsorships with Blackburn Rovers, and uh, they've got 150 retail shops. Yeah. Hmm. And base. What I find interesting in that. Uh, Julian Uri from Totally Wicked has stated, uh, where are we? I'm delighted that Totally Wicked and WH Smith are able to co- provide consumers with greater access to some of our premium range of products. WH Smith is an ideal partner, having over the past 225 years built a reputation for delivering outstanding customer service and with 445 high street stores and stocking Totally Wicked products. They provide a great addition to our brand. Well, I'll tell you one thing. With WH Smiths, if you've ever popped into one, they are heavily blue. Mm. I mean, heavily. I mean, they are big, big displays with blue. So that's Mm. going to be interesting to see. Because the problem with Totally Wicked that I've always found, and this is going back literally eight years, ever since I knew about uh, Totally Wicked, they've always been overly expensive. Mm. Always, you would buy a ego pen for X amount of pounds, and their their equivalent would be literally double or treble the amount that you could you'd pay for it. Mm. Literally, honestly, and they've been like like that for ever since I've been vaping. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who will say W.A. Smith are along the same lines when it comes to stationery and and various other bits, but. I don't know if you do. You remember the good old days back in the day when you used to have the uh, computer software being sold at WH Smiths. Mm. They were always a good five or more than the, yeah. the closest competition. Yeah. Mm. 
But, uh, yeah, so interesting times when it comes to the high street. Mm. You know, is this just more pressure on the local B&M or...? I think it is going to be, but one side of me says yes, and then the other side of me, exactly the problem the same as everybody else, is it's going to be more access and more mm. uh, notoriety that people are going to be able to get hold of it. Because let's face it, if you're your town, village, or whatever that has a WH Smiths and doesn't have a vape shop. You're Perfect. There. Mm. Yeah. And let's face it, WH Smiths now, a lot of them have the post office in. Oh, blimey, yeah. So you, you think about the age group, especially with Totally Wicked, the age group... I've, I, don't, I don't want to sound rude or anything like that. I mean, it's probably I am... It may come across it, but I'm not meaning... Their demographic age group, I would say, would be from 40 upwards. Mm. Totally wicked. It's it's all that kind of um, very simple devices, a lot of mouth-to-lung, simple uh, all-in-one kits and things like that that they sell. So you think about who's going to WH Smith's, their clientele. I mean, I know everyone goes to it, but if they're going to pick up the pension... They're, mm. they're already there. I, I, you understand? What I'm, without sounding rude, I, I don't want to sound very uh, being disrespectful to people, but you can understand the logic behind it. It's so sort of like, oh right, yeah. So yeah, I think it'd be uh -huh. a good thing. <laughs> Sorry, Jake's just put, I buy my copy of Playgirl from Smith's. Very good service. <laughs> Less. <laughs> you weren't kidding about the screaming iron bit. Right. Hephaestus, see you later. Thanks for dropping in, mate. <laughs> Did you see vape products on the floor of Sainsbury's and not at the counter? Yes. Yes, I saw that. What was that, sorry? They'd moved the vape kit away from the tobacco counter, you know, at the, the entrance of Sainsbury's, and actually put it on the floor of the actual supermarket oh, in right. the health products, which is good and bad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, is that the... Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a 50-50. It is good that they're moving it away from cigarettes. She's in. Julian. <laughs> mm. Oh, he's happy now. Bless him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, with the tills and everything, these days, it's not like you're going to get away with uh, bypassing any age checks, is it? No, I mean, let's face it, they'll all have them... Um ring things that they bolt onto them so people can't nick them you know like your clothing and things like that what, what do you call them a security tag we will go for that my brain won't work there we, we just <laughs> I envisions of this little bum just so clamped <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it it's so like them round discs that... and let's face it they're on everything there so I can't see that being a problem well, they're on the stakes at our local Asda, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> the amount of people that have set, set off. <laughs> it's funny. 
<laughs> oh bless you it's lovely seeing you Julie I must admit it certainly is and her brass bed I, I say <laughs> oh bless right so dum 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 moving on Jewel have come under some extensive flack this week not only for uh, leaving the oh what do you call them Is blimey I can't remember VTA v- VTA that's the ones uh, leaving the VTA and buddying up with the FDA I'm sure if you've been watching Vix Lives you're well aware of that situation at the minute and uh, hi Paul <laughs> And UK Via. Mm. Now, it's interesting because they're leaving VTA, but they're staying with UK Via. Mm. Well, it's still totally different, isn't it? I mean, one's UK, one's United States. Yeah, but we, the arguments are that both uh, both the bodies are trying to aim for the same thing. Mm. Or are they? <laughs> <You know? laughs> as far as I'm understanding, there are two, I don't think they're two separate companies, but the two separate divisions. Mm. So it's interesting. I mean, in this sort of era of globalisation, you can see why people are clumping the two together. Mm. But uh, Jewel are now facing price wars in the States. So uh, apparently Jewel's sales are starting to slip. Data from consumer experts Nielsen show a small but significant slide in sales in the first two periods of 2019. Mm. Uh, and business insiders are claiming this is due to removing the fruity flavours. Uh, so rival companies have stepped in. Enjoy is selling its AC SIG for just 99 cents, while BAT's Views Alto has uh, just begun selling at just under a dollar. So it looks like we might have a bit of a market war on. Mm. Paul's just put in chat that they've announced that they're opening a thousand new shops. Really? Oh, where's that? I wonder if that's state. I would assume so. Yeah. Interesting, though, yeah. Batter the B&Ms and then suddenly open a thousand new shops. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Not that I'm paranoid or anything. <laughs> and finally... Finally, the latest video from the Truth Initiative mm-hmm. with Doug the Pug. I haven't seen that. Well, imagine a sort of mocked up uh, US TV roving camera. Mm-hmm. You've got all these animals traipsing past. And uh, the use of animals is to show that in the case of human users of dual are in fact lab rats. And then they go on about the true effects of vaping aren't known, even though we, you know, people like yourselves have been doing it for nearly 10 years. Grimm's been doing it longer, you know. Exactly. Absolutely crazy. Uh, and they use the, the cute pug at the end with a an added human voice to say, Doug the Pug says he'll never stop fighting Jewel uh, or the mailman. Mm. <laughs> so the Truth Initiative state, we did a recent survey and found out that 63% of young people didn't know that Jewel always contains nicotine. 
This really? is what they're claiming. Mm. We know more that, uh, more about what's in a bag of potato chips than what's in a dual product. The threat is real. The danger is real. The idiots are in control. <laughs> well, I thought you were on about the idiots are real. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are, obviously, because they're making videos. <laughs> Give it a rest, boys. I know. If, six, if 63% of young people didn't know that Juul contains nicotine, they don't watch television, they're illiterate, and possibly drool a lot. Come on. Window liquors. Potatoes contain nicotine. Tomatoes contain nicotine. Don't aubergines contain nicotine? Depends. If it's the emoji, it's a different thing altogether, <laughs> dear boy. <laughs> oh, there we are. Uh, Bill says they left the VTA because the VTA had taken the FTA to court over the PMTA. Yes, they are. Mm. Um, he read the full statement, but Jewel is still cozying up to the FDA. Oh, of course they are. Well, yeah, because they're waiting for their product to gain approval, aren't they? Hmm. Yeah, Interesting I'm, times. Paul's just uh, confirmed it's the USA and Canada. So, yeah, hmm. batter the B&Ms, get all these vape bans in place, you know, take out the competition, then roll out the shops. It's a bit naughty. Hmm. <laughs> But, and that's the news. Oh, it isn't. I've got news. Oh, you've got news? Yes, this was from the BBC. Hello, BBC. Yes, this is the BBC. This came out on the 24th of August. Are you ready for this one? The headlines. I will just read you the headlines first. First death. Yes, I said right. First death linked to vaping reports in Illinois. Yeah, and that report does not state that it was a dodgy street THC cartridge. It does, halfway down. Yeah. That's almost lifted directly from most of the Mm. the US medias. Yeah, the first death linked to vaping reported in Illinois. This is... I'm not even going to go into it, Um any more than the actual article it says but towards the end may have caused uh, a cause involved vaping thc the main active compound in cannabis and it says that halfway down it um mm. are we getting desperate or are we getting desperate just slightly they've gone down uh, the road let, let, let's be right about this they've gone down the road of the kids and that that's that's drumming up some real good business that side of it in the 10 years that I know about vaping, how many people have died through vaping? So they're linking it now with that one. And I think it is disgusting. The actual media should be ashamed of the sense. Oh, yeah. You ain't kidding. Because all they're doing is just showing that all the dirty tricks that people have been accusing them of over the years are real. Yeah. I mean, did you see the story about the... Um, the the lady from Utah who was claiming her she was told by her doctors her lungs were caked with VG. Mm. Now, when you actually read further down into the article, she has a very rare condition where the lipid lipids have actually entered her lungs. Yeah. So they're leaking through the wall of the lung. She's not a small lady. 
And I hate to say it, but I think the chips probably have more to do with it than the vape. Mm. Labworths have just uh, said in chat that four have now passed in Illinois. Passed away? Mm. Blimey. Isn't it ironic, though, all of a sudden? What I find interesting is the geographics on it. Mm. Don't you think it's interesting that it's only Illinois? If, if vaping was such a danger, would you not expect more deaths over a much wider... Oh, actually spoken to the woman in Utah. Oh, but that was an interesting conversation, Paul. Mm, I bet it was. See, I'm disgusted. I mean, I'm really the. You've you've always got to remember with these um, medias. When they're doing what they're doing now, it's 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 just it's gone from being um, sensational headlines to downright um, it's health damaging because mm. the average Joe blogs he'll go and fill up his car with fuel and as he's passing the newsstands he will see that first death and think they're dangerous then mm. I might as well carry on smoking they're dangerous then they kill you can, can I just clear something up? Technically, it's not the THC that's causing the deaths. It's the foreign the foreign uh, items actually within the THC pod itself. They think it's just some hooky... Uh, it's a, there's very little information on what what's actually in the pods, but it would appear that it's bathtub juice. Hmm. So there's a, a huge possibility it's just VG and PG with the spice in it or something similar. Because apparently the Americans uh, have something on sale very similar to Spice, but it's actually marketed as uh, an incense. Hmm. But it okay. gives you very similar effects. So uh, that's what it is. It's not. It's not the THC that's actually killing people. Hmm. I mean, the damage that the media is causing at the present moment is absolutely unbelievable. It but really the conf- is. The confusion it's causing. Hmm. Just to get a headline. Mm. Oh, Grumpy's just put the THC was extracted in a house using butane. Welcome to the world of crystal meth. Mm. That's what you're into. I mean, spice is the epidemic. If you look at spice, yeah, spice was supposed to be so much safer and all the rest of it. It's not. That stuff is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um and if you, I don't, you'll probably see it on Facebook. There's various uh, prison service staff groups and things. There's one called Know the Danger. And I was reading through that, and staff on there were, were complaining about they'd walked onto a wing, they'd gone into a cell, there was just absolute clouds of spice everywhere. Um, and it had an effect. This stuff does have, you know, it's like secondhand smoking. This stuff will mm. affect you. And uh, then you've got somebody else jumped on into the conversation saying, well, there's no proof for that. How do you know? Hold on, mate. They've just walked into a room. They know. Mm. Their eyes are still probably stinging. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> be careful. I mean, recently, uh, Facebook, some of the conversations somebody raised a very good point do we actually want to be sharing these stories hmm. 
it's not for a case of hiding them. It's a case for not wanting to give the idiots credibility. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very hard one, that one. Um, yeah, we are. Every time somebody shares a, um, a link or something like that, that increases the... Um, <clears throat> it's and longevity on actual uh, what you call it google searches uh what's the the word for it increases its ranking yeah oh i forget what the names are called i was thinking algorithm then yeah it algorithm, gives it a better, better yeah better rating on the algorithm doesn't it but i mean this is getting ridiculous i mean how desperate is the media getting now but look at it. Back in the day, yeah, if it was on the radio or it wasn't on the te- uh, on the newspapers, then nobody knew about it. Mm. Now you've got the internet. Now you've got WhatsApp. Now you've got people messaging. It, you're no longer waiting for the the following day's paper to see to what happened. Oh yeah. gosh, no. I mean, let's face it. You can have the news in ultra co- ultra high definition color within a couple of minutes of it happening. Well, this is it. I mean. Uh, um, Amazon, I've set my my fire uh, TV up so in the morning it comes on at five o'clock. It tells me the weather. It gives me a potted version of what's happened on the news. Yeah, overnight mm. while I've been asleep, and then it launches into Pink Floyd. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't have got that five years ago. Yeah. Oh God, no. But getting back to what I was saying about the media. Hmm. With them kind of headlines, it's so like, jeeps, they are so... I mean, there was, wasn't there an incident here in Manchester about it? And again, that was reported as vaping. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is vaping, but it's not the same as our vaping. It's a totally different ball game. And it's well, it's it's so like, well, you, you, you're tying us with that and it's, it's, it's not right. Well, it's like the cannabis, isn't it? Mm. The atomizers for the cannabis. Mm. You know, that's not vaping. No, of course it's not. But, well, as you say, the media tie it through, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I've got no nothing against it. I mean, if you want to play around with whatever, but the thing is, though, we're trying to get um, vaping as a harm reduction from tobacco smoke um, up there. We want every sm- cigarette smoker not to smoke cigarettes and go to a, a more safer alternative which is vaping mm. but not going to happen it's not going to happen especially when you've got headlines like that yeah because when you start seeing that on the six o'clock news etc exactly i mean the bbc i mean when you've got a headline like that the average joe blogs doesn't read the whole article they just read the headline Mm-hmm. The average Joe blogs, and that's what they'll do. They'll be passing the news agents. They'll see them on the stands, and they'll just see that big, massive headline: "Vaping's killed someone." <laughs> Sorry to laugh at it during this serious bit, but Bill's just put. I watched the second tower hit on nine one one almost live, and Grumpy's reply is. As did I, sitting in a strip bar in Thailand. <laughs> I saw that live. So did I. I, I was uh, I was running a pub back then. Hmm. 
I was literally in this room. Uh, my computer was there at the time, and my television was just in the corner there. See, now, that's something. Bill's just mentioned Heat Not Burn was originally developed for green. Mm. Well, yeah. You I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, I've got no against it at all. I mean, you want mm. to play around with cannabis or um, CBD and things like that. I've got absolutely nothing wrong. There's, there's nothing wrong with it, as long as, obviously, you're getting it from a legitimate, safe source. Mm. That's fine. And it's not going to poison you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to be... I, I think there's a lot of the benefits of CBD and things that need to be investigated. Oh, further. yeah, Totally. But the the um, the initial findings look pretty good. Mm. You know, um, I lost my first wife through bowel cancer, and she was developing uh, a resistance to painkillers. Yeah, so it was looked at. Mm. You know, and if it can give a little quality of life to somebody that's going through hell on earth, I'm all for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, there we go. Pax Labs designed the Pax. Yeah, that's that one's interesting. Now Pax Labs, Pax Labs, don't they have big pharma? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Um, trying to get vape under prescription for ages. Yeah, they have done. I mean, yeah. they tried it in Europe. It was for the uh, the NNA. Did a fantastic it was, job with it that. Was one, I think it was one of the reasons why the NNA became what it was mm. uh, way back before the uh, TPD came in was basically the uh, European Union was trying to get it pres prescription based, which would have absolutely killed the vaping industry. Mm. Sorry, mate, Broncos just beat your story. Mm-hmm. He was on top of a mountain during the 911 air flight shutdown, and they were stuck up there for 30 hours with no flights. They were setting up a cell tower. Blimey, that. <laughs> You're not kidding, Jake. Uh, Jake's just said, what makes him laugh is that the Yanks that legalise weed in some states and want to ban vaping. Hmm. I mean, the, the silly one is booming San Francisco, isn't it? Quite happy for you to have a cigarette, but vaping, no. But this that. Is <laughs> Absolute crazy. I mean, and I think with uh, THC and all the rest of it, you do have to be careful. Hmm. Um, there is growing evidence that, you know, certain strains will cause mental health issues. Hmm. But as with anything, you know, it, it's down to... You eat enough chips, it's going to kill you. Mm. Yeah. But a, a, a reasonable, maybe two portions a week, ain't going to do you that much harm, yeah. Mm, two portions. Mm. Oh, always fond of a portion. <laughs> what a nice portion. <laughs> I say. <laughs> Oh, and glue. Smothered, oh, smothered in butter in uh, vinegar and salt. Mm. <sighs> now, is it me or did the taste better out of newspaper? It's been a long time since I had one out of newspaper. But yeah. I, still I, I, I think that's more to do with you. 
Well, my grandma used to get... She didn't have vinegar. Hmm. It was... Oh, condiment. Oh, condiment. Do you remember that? It mm. And it just... It wasn't as harsh as malt vinegar. Oh, yeah. It had you a could much have malt. mellower flavour. You could have malt vinegar. That's... McCain's, I mean... That, sorry. <laughs> so, sorry, Jake's just put McCain Southern Fries oven chips, a good substitute... Oven no. chips are never a substitute. No. <laughs> no. 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 San Francisco are going broke. They've overspent their massive settlement money and smoking rates are diving. They need you to smoke. Yeah, mm. true. Yeah, very, very true. Nah, there we are. Paul's just clarified it. Pax equals dual. Pax Labs then separated the company and it wasn't the first vape device they created. Hmm. Ah. Very interesting. Bill's just put most things will kill you if you're taken to the excess, but people don't get the fact excess is less than eat. Uh, remember going to the chippy and getting a bag of crackling? They're like straw. <laughs> they are. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, I saw that uh, burger place. I think, it was, I think it was on Food Network. It was, imagine a cheeseburger mm-hmm. with bacon and then a giant pork scratching on top. Okay. The Mexicans do them. It's, it's carne, uh, is it carne... No, it's not carnitas. But it's basically... Carnilingus. <laughs> carnitas. <laughs> Gongilingus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you can. Well, you can get that in a bun, yeah. But... <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> but bag of scraps. Oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's what we used to get for dinner. Mm. Can't beat a bag of scraps. Oh, scraps were fantastic, especially if you got some that had a bit of fish in it. Oh, hey, were you posh if you got a bit of fish in it? <laughs> oh, you were. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> there were one in Retford on Cannon that used to do, uh, they'd made their own uh, fish cakes. Mm. And it were literally like mashed spud fish and then parsley sauce and breaded. And oh, it were to die for. That was some scraps. That was proper dinner, that. See, I'm not a big fish person. No? No. Oh, I'm partial to a bit of fish. That's what she said. <laughs> Give me some good old scampi. <laughs> I don't mind the odd fish. I mean, every time I go to Whitby, I've got to have a fish up there. I will always do. But... Um, I'm one of these people, either haddock or cod, I can love it or leave it. See, we, I did a go and fish curry last night. Oh, fish and curry? Oh, no, no. Oh, it works. No, it, it don't. It really no, works. It don't. No, 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 fish and curry. No, because it's not, you're thinking Indian curry, yeah? This is a coconut milk-based sort of broth. Yeah. So, so you're more of a Chinese uh, curry then? Because Chinese curry is more of a cream. Yeah, it, it's more of that texture mm. to it rather than the gravy. You know, it's mm. not as robust as a 
an Indian curry, but oh man, white fish, oh, it was gorgeous. <laughs> Basmati, you got this really rich, silky, unctuous coconut milk uh, stock with it, and then the fish was just cooked to perfection. It just melted in your mouth. It was oh, it was gorgeous. You, you were great. You honestly, I was. I was getting aroused up until the fish bit. Oh, Paul's got me drooling that crab yellow curry. Mm. Sweet and sour fish. Oh, I might have to gosh. try that. No, sweet, sweet and sour. Oh, I can't stand sweet and sour. Oh, Can you? No, I don't like that. No. Oh, God, no. Sweet and sour. Oh. Well, I mean, this is what makes me laugh. Prawn vindaloo. Prawn vindaloo, nobody bats an eyelid. Say, stick some fish in it instead of prawn, and everybody's like, ooh, deviant. <laughs> I want to have a prawn. Jan, Jan, Jan loves a fish, absolutely loves a fish. Really is, she's big into it. Mate, nah, I'm a, I'm a meat man. Oh, you like I like meat. my meat. Real <laughs> meat. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've just, fish just does nothing for me. Do you like it firm, sir? I do, sir. Do, you? do sir. Do you? <laughs> like a train, sir. Jaff, jaff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've just never... No, fish just... I've oh, tried Yorkshire all sorts, fish. but... No. Yorkshire fish cake. Two slices of tatty with fish in the middle and battered. <laughs> They're nice. Fish finger sandwich. Love a fish Very finger good. sandwich. Can't beat a fish finger sandwich. Ketchup, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's more like it. Foul. Jake, are you insane, mate? Foul. We're beyond the realm of bum burner there. We're into the realm of nuclear meltdown. Beef dripping on toast. Oh, Ooh, a little I salt. had that one in years. Now, Morrison's... I noticed the other day they've got some tubs of pork dripping. Ah. Have they got it where it's white at the top and brown at the bottom? Yeah. Mm. Jelly at bottom. <laughs> that on hot toast. Oh, but yeah. it's got to be it's gonna be cooked on. bread. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. What's a so, fall? Fall. Think nuclear explosion with a hint of coriander. <laughs> Fall's the hottest curry you can get, mate. Right. I don't like hot. I do, do not do hot at all. Oh, no. Right. Say hot's there, yeah? Mm-hmm. Fowl's over there. <laughs> oh, no. See, I don't like... Um, uh, I'm just not a big... I, I, I don't mind a little spice, but I don't like it where you put it in your mouth and all you can taste is the heat. Mm. I can't be done with that. And what's wrong mind. with ketchup? What's wrong? I, what's wrong with ketchup? Salad cream. On what? I know. Well, I put said ketchup on me uh, fish finger sandwich. You don't have salad cream. Salad cream works on some surprising things. Oh, salad cream's good. Don't get me wrong. I like a bit of salad cream. Oh, I do. But I like mayo more. Hmm. <laughs> I prefer salad cream. 
Oh, I like you them. cannot beat egg mayo made with sour cream. Mm. Oh. Yeah, because it just gives you that bit of a tank. So come on then. We've we've talked about some old stuff. Mm-hmm. And given that we're in we're into the anniversaries and things. What item of food do you, from your childhood that you don't see anymore do you miss? Oh. That's a tough one. It is. That is a tough one, because... No, I, I haven't got anything that I really miss. That I, I what mean, about there's sweeties? Lots of, sweets, I was never a fan, even as a kid, as uh, for sweets. Now I'm a chocolate man. As mm. the chocolate man. <laughs> <laughs> Where the heck did oh, that come from? We're in so much bother now over <laughs> that one. <laughs> I love chocolate. Absolutely love it. I love from the uh, Galaxy all the way to your 99% cocoa black stuff. Absolutely love chocolate. Mm. I was never a sweet person. I tell you a lie. I used to love, um, uh, what were they called? Torpedoes. There was candy on the outside and licorice on the inside. My like God! Mm. Oh, I do love me licorice as well. <laughs> well See, me. if I if I offered licorice to the kids, they'd eat me. <laughs> when we was kids, I mean, really, when we was kids, my mum used to take us uh, into Doncaster, and next door to the tobacconist, there used to be a herbalist, and they used to have licorice sticks. Yeah, and there was literally pieces of. Um, licorice root and yeah yeah just you, chew you, on them. you just chew on them you couldn't you don't swallow them or anything like that we did you don't you're not supposed to and, oh yeah as a kid <laughs> i think the thing i miss most from being a kid my nan used to do jam butty fritters jam butty fritters no i've not so heard that one it, literally a jam butty so doorstep bread jam dip it in batter stick it in frying pan and fry it and then serve it with custard on top mm. oh even grumpy remembers the uh, licorice sticks I, I used to love licorice stick mm. we used to be able to get it when we were at school yeah yeah love me that that was a right tuck shop no, we didn't get it from school, but around the time when I was at school, so when he what? Was at school, early eighties, deep fried Mars bars. That's Scots. That's not us. Paul. No, that's not us. <laughs> I seen that though in the French Gate Centre. I think it was either last Christmas or the Christmas before that. The chippy that was in there, they was doing deep fried uh, mince pies. Oh, that's not right. It's just not, is it? It's just not right at all. Oh, cheese butty French toast. Oh, yeah. My mum used to make... Um, what did she used to call it? Gypsy, gypsy toast. Yeah. Egg bread. Eggy bread. Eggy yep. bread. Ah, I love that. My, I used to have brown I, sauce on that one. <laughs> see if I talked to Mrs properly... I have to talk really nice. Ooh. We get a fry up, fried slice, and a slice of eggy bread. 
Oh, I ain't had uh, eggy bread or bloody fry bread for years. Obviously, what with me being as I am, I don't eat bread now. But skinny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick. Oh, that's got me. That's got me wanting now. So, so what's your your meal that you've not had since you were a childhood that you think? Hmm. Uh, brain spaghetti. We. Well, you don't have to swear at me. I only asked a question. No, no, brain spaghetti with Cumberland sauce. <laughs> and we used to have them with them uh, neon green mushy peas you used to get. Oh, neon green peas. Oh, I used to love them. <laughs> <laughs> it were neon green peas, faggots, and it, if it were a good I mean a really good day, we had chips with that. Or if you had mash with it, you used to be able to sort of put a dimple in your mash and then put all Cumberland sauce in. Mm. Oh, a fab. <laughs> Why is my tummy all of a sudden going... <laughs> <laughs> and the other one were Vesta Chow Mein. All right. Oh, Vesta, God. Yeah. Do you, rem- do you remember watching your mum put uh, them crispy crackers into chip pan and watching them suddenly go woof? Yeah. Oh, those, those were the days when you used to have blooming. Uh, my dad, he hated the actual smell of curry, let alone anything else. Mm. And you've. you've we're going back to a time where it was a proper pit village. And it's all like, well, I've no foreign muck here. It was that era of back uh, in the late 70s, early 80s. And Vista, it was so like, my dad would be on nights. And it was so like, my mum, do you fancy a Vista? And it was so like, we're right posh here. <laughs> and yeah, we used to get it on a Friday night. Oh, bloomin' heck. I'll tell you night. what else I had. Frey Bentos. I haven't had one of them in years. Oh, Frey Bentos pie. Ah, pie in a can. Ah. (laughs) Now, Grumpy's just said he's got some Matura suet coming, going to make dumplings, not had them in decades. My nan used to do a meat and potato pie, yeah? Mm. But she did two versions of pastry. One with this just drop-dead short crust. Mm. But other one was a suet crust. Oh. And it yeah. used to go rock hard on outside where it had baked mm. and then all fluffy underneath with big chunks of spud in it. Oh. 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 Yes. Oh, you can't beat suet. Oh, you can't beat it, honestly. Yeah, I used it's, to make it's not cup. the healthiest choice. but No, it's not. No, but I made mean pie. I used to make mean pies like that. Yes, I'm terrible for making pies. Liver and bacon. I've never had liver and bacon pie. Have you? No, we, we used to get it at school, and it'd be like braised liver and bacon. Then they'd put scrambled egg on top on it. Oh, it's like so that when you quiche almost. <laughs> oh no, it upside, was upside down quiche. That <laughs> they didn't. They didn't scrambled egg properly, but you hmm. used to just get a dollop of scrambled egg with it on top. It was oh, brilliant. Right. Pigeon pie. I used to make so many of them for pub. Mm. used to do red wine gravy you poach your pigeon red wine gravy and then have the pigeon in the pie depending on how good the pigeon were we might bulk it out with a bit of uh, rabbit 
Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, when you do your pigeon pie, do, is it the whole pigeon, or do you take it apart? And, just... Oh no! If I'm doing a pie with it, it's, it goes in on bone, and mm. then you get all the flavour into the stock. Ooh. Very. You have to tell more about your uh, con, your cooking from the pub. That was a bit more quite interesting. That. Oh no! Many <laughs> many years ago now. But uh, I did do a very nice, it was a lamb steak, but it was glazed in red currant jelly and mint. Okay. Oh, that was a good, that was good eating. Hot pot. I've never made a hot pot. Really? Mm, never had hot pot. Oh, I, wow. That, that just surprised me. Well, my wife's from Lancaster, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to cross the bear, kid. No, Lancashire hot pot. I know. <laughs> oh, Volker, sorry, mate. Change the topic, please. Try to diet. <laughs> you know, the one I really, really, really like, and it's the simplest one in the world, um, chicken and mushroom pie. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a bit of a chicken mushroom pie. Mm. Very, very simple, but... Very, very hearty and very, very tasty. Oh, indeed. Or creamed mushrooms. Do you remember them back in the day? From tin. Concentrated. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. they were brilliant. Those were the days of Angel Delight, weren't they? Oh, God. Always the chocolate one. The oh, no. Oh, oh, strawberry. Strawberry? Yeah, strawberry. Strawberry Angel Delight. Oh, yeah. I ain't had one of them for years. Rustic food in good portions. None of that a la carte crap. Jake, I'm with you 100%, mate. Oh, God, yeah. I... I've never understood that. You know, you you see these uh, master chefs and things like that, and they've got a little dollop here and a drizzle there, and you think, I want something to eat. <laughs> ah. Don't want a heart, I want something to eat. <laughs> Let's be right. Uh, what you want to see is a plate full of food. Yes, it should look good. It mm. shouldn't just look like you've slopped it out at a can onto a plate. Mm. But you can do that with some really simple food. Mm. I mean, one of my favourites, we used to do it for carvery. You take uh, polenta, yeah? Mm. So you make it up, uh, and if you chill down polenta, it goes almost like a sort of paste yeah mm. it's quite solid so you slice it you drizzle it with a bit of balsamic put some tomatoes on some uh, parmesan on top of that and just bake it in the oven mm. and that gives you just a really lovely side dish but all the acid from the tomatoes stops it from being overly cloying all right and then you get that little hint of sweetness in the balsamic that brings out this, the flavor of the tomato it's oh it's awesome so simple. So sweets, what do you miss? Texan bar. Texan bar, God. And toffos. Yeah, but no, they don't do toffos. Not the plain ones, the multi-flavour ones, because you used to get chocolate and banana in there as well. <laughs> Midget gems. I think you can still get them, kid. I won't know. <laughs> I'm sure my little ones had midget gems before now. Do you remember them? They were like little biscuits with the rock hard icing on top. Yeah, that was them. 
weren't it? No, Midget Gems was the little tiny little ones. They were that big and they were blooming hot. Licorice. Oh, I'm trying to th Oh, Little Imps. Hmm. Used to come in the... It was the almost tip. like a Tic Tac box. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Little Imps, I remember them. Yeah, I hadn't seen them in years. Gordon Bennett. Yeah. We used to go... Our corner shop round here... Obviously, they used to have the sweet counter with the big jars and that lot. And, like I said, I'm a chocolate fan. And they used mm. to have chocolate dust. Oh. oh. The amount of chocolate dust I have eaten. Is this... <laughs> and you used jokes. to get it in your quarter, in your quarter bag. And you'd have to have a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Jake's just uh, mentioned Spangles and Telly's oh. just, just correcting me. It was Ice Gems I was thinking of, the little biscuits with the rock hard oh, icing yeah, on top. Oh, yeah, I remember them. Yeah. Weird things. Banana Angel Delight from Bill. Apparently that was good. I used to love me, um, oh, what were they called now? Um, Lucky Bags. Oh, God, ah, Tempe Mix. No, no, the actual... They were oh called, the proper proper the posh ones yeah yeah and they used to have um, candy cigarettes yeah <laughs> and you got a little toy in them yeah in and, fact do you remember do you remember Bazooka Joe uh, bubble gum that you, you used oh yeah to get, with like, the, the comic the comic oh yeah and then there was the... I had some e-liquid uh, sent over from Canada <sighs> called Bazooka mm. and it just tasted like it. Oh, you were absolutely God. gorgeous. They'd even got it. I think I've got. I've worn a T-shirt uh, quite a few. Because I mean, it was you know copyright mm. infringement, seriously big time. But oh, it just tasted like it. Absolutely. Yeah. I th I think it was pirate chewing gum as well. He used to like. It had a, a strip of really nasty, chuddy in. But you got five lickable tattoos. Oh yeah. Oh, they yeah, were brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had your blooming sailors all over your arms. I don't know what you've been eating. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it taste of? Nout. <laughs> <laughs> but my arm looks well hard. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> I look like Popeye. <laughs> oh, it's the simpler times. Simpler times. The anchor just there on your forearm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fab. <laughs> but our Aiden, our Aiden always used to make me laugh. He used to love Palmer Violets. No. Oh. Honestly, he, and he still does. He loves Palmer Violets. And it's like, oh, no. Anything that tastes like perfume is not sweet. Jake's just mentioned moon rocks. You remember them that used to pop in your mouth? Apparently, there's a fun game you can play with them, and I'll leave it to your imagination and what you actually do, but... Uh... <laughs> Stick a goodly amount in. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Then... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Granny's Herbals. Now, I think I saw them up in Kendall. 
Oh, Kendall Mint Cake. Kendall Mint Cake. Oh, oh. pure sugar. <laughs> oh, I had that in donkey's years. And I'm not a big mint fan, but Kendall, especially if you've got the chocolate one. Chocolate Kendall Mint Cake. The brown one as well, not the white, the brown. Oh. That's diabetic's kryptonite, isn't oh. it? Kendall Mint Cake. <laughs> oh, now you've made me think. Oh, Kendall Mint Cake. The, it had to be the brown one. Want the white one, the brown one with chocolate. Oh. Mm. oh yeah. Armour violets, they're just wrong. My missus loves them as well. You know, Halloween? Mm. Uh, if you buy the, the big bags of the various swizzles and things, there's always at least a few things of Parma Violet in there. Mm. And she'll rob the Halloween bucket that we have, you know, with all the sweets in, mm. just for the Parma Violets. It's like wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Parma Violet. <laughs> Yeah, you're not kidding, Bill. You definitely need insulin after Oh, God, you're not kidding. <laughs> oh, I have to, I, I, Because of, so like, my diabetes, I keep away from all that kind of stuff nowadays. Just, just, just don't know a bit. So it's nice talking about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, me, me other nan, she were a big home jam maker, and that's something you don't see much of these days. No, you don't. I mean, Nan, she made this bramble jelly and we used to spend hours going up and down hedgerows picking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then when you're making jelly with it afterwards, but she used to do a crab apple jelly and all. Ooh. And that with uh, a gamey sort of goose or something like that. Oh, mm. it was superb. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Icebreaker. I've never heard of the Icebreaker chocolate bar. No, I haven't. I do remember. Do you remember those uh, walls back in the 70s? They used to have all sorts of character lollies, didn't they? Mm. And they had a Dracula one. Yeah, they did, yeah. Which was like a black... It was a black currant shell. Mm. And then it had like a, 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 red. a raspberry jelly in the middle, yeah. didn't it? A Yorkshire mix. Uh Acetone flavoured pears. Oh, yeah. Pear drops that oh, tasted like... Them that tasted like nail varnish. Oh, yeah, I never liked them. Well, I didn't <laughs> mind them. Well, lemon... Uh, sherbet lemons. Yeah, the little pips. Yeah. That oh. ripped the back of your top, top of your rooming, uh, mouth off. <laughs> Yorkshire, Yorkshire pudding with jam as a starter... Even though I'm Yorkshire, I've never had that. My mother-in-law still does that. Mm. Oh, Yorkshire you... pu uh, pudding many, many times, but uh, Yorkshire pudding with jam, no. Used to have it, you know, because um, they used to run pubs as well. So after Sunday lunch, if there were loads of Yorkies left, mm. mother-in-law used to have them with jam on as a pud rather than starter. Ooh. It's like a profiterole, mm. but with jam. Yeah, of course it will be. Yeah. yeah. Proper nice. Mm. 
I mean, Gav's saying he's been tied two now for nine years. Can you imagine the sugar rush he'd have if he so much had licked a sweetie? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'm in the same boat, so it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the... And I know you can get sugar-free sweets and that, but it's not the same. No, Plus, they've got, a, they've got a laxative effect as well, Yeah, majority of them. Thankfully, I mean, and like I said before, I've never been a sweet or a, a boiled sweet fan, really. I'm I'm chocolate all the way. Mm. I really am. It's, it's, and it's chocolate that I pine for, believe it or not. Even though I have to be careful what I eat and everything, it's chocolate I still pine for. I don't pine for anything else. I'm pining for a Space 1999 Walls Ice Lolly. <laughs> they were brilliant. <laughs> Oh gosh, I me I I used to love cornettos. Cornet, you posh beggar. I know. Cornettos. Mind saying that, Asda, is 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 one for all yeah, all but going back, out here. Yeah, but going back to the time that we were talking about in late seventies, early eighties, a cornetto was posh. Oh yeah. Were it? Were it? I mean, me <laughs> that. I mean, well, now, Black Forest Gatto, I mean, blooming out, you were mega posh. The height of sophistication, dear boy. And then finish it off with your um, Ferrero Rochers and whoa. <laughs> well, the ultimate dinner party would have been prawn cocktail. Oh, yeah, you've got to have your prawn cocktail. Prawn cocktail, chicken Kiev with dauphinois potatoes. Mm. Then you'd have had your your cornettos or your, something posh like a pavlova pavlova was the height of uh, oh. culture or your black forest gatto as you said mm. and then the Ferrero Rocher with your coffee oh. or after eight minutes or after oh after eight minutes definitely mm. <laughs> Gordon Ben. hey do you remember them cider lollies you used to get it were like literally like the little paper wrapper on yeah. it. Yeah. And it had a big green apple on. Can you remember the ones that were like a pyramid? They were pyramids. Uh, vaguely, they were, yeah. They were in a carton and basically it was a pyramid. And you yeah, just it was get the orange. orange they used to stick the orange juice in the pyramid into yeah. the freezer, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Hi hip hop. Oh. Had Aladdin-themed birthday party for my daughter yesterday. Awesome. I'm all down. Genie down. Bless you, Pop. Oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> Mind, saying that, going on to Aladdin, I watched the live-action remake, as it were, oh, with yeah. Will Smith as the genie. Don't bother. Really? That bad? It's. I'm biased. I am the world's one of the world's biggest Robin Williams fans. I love Robin Williams. I think mm. he was an absolute genius. Will Smith doesn't even come close. Mm. You know, um, <laughs> you guys are putting inches onto my waistline listening to all this food. <laughs> Don't, because I'm getting my own back for Guy Fieri. Because that bloke's given me so much, <laughs> so much as he got over the years. <laughs> Especially when they do Cuban food. Oh, I want to try that so bad. 
<laughs> God, orange pyramids. I'm trying to think what it were called because it were a proper brand of mm-hmm. orange juice that you used to get. Yeah. Because it were it were like that. It was that uh, nuclear sort of orange, weren't it? Mm. it weren't. No, it wasn't just it normal wasn't... dilute orange. It were proper. Oh no, it were proper orange. That I used to get grapefruit as well. Ooh, I've never mm. had grapefruit one. Yeah, used to get grapefruit ones. Bob, I agree completely, Bill. Robin Williams can never be replaced. Oh, heck no. I mean, if you want to see what a lovely soul that guy had, I would suggest you watch the uh, the video where he meets the gorilla that can sign. Because mm-hmm. that gorilla just falls in love with him within five minutes. And you know what animals are like with... Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Love Robin Williams absolutely. I've loved it ever since I was a kid, from Mork and Mindy onwards. In fact, I've got oh. the whole lot of Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. Nano, nano. That was my first introduction to just what the hell's this? Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I've got the full box set on. In fact, I think Jan bought it me uh, the full box set on Blu-ray. Uh, this Christmas. Mm. Love it. Now, what was the film he did where they go up into the Arctic or Alaska and Robin Williams plays this murderer and De Niro, I think it's either De Niro or Pacino have to bring him in. And it's such... It's in such... You know, when you think of Robin Williams, you think funny, yeah? Mm. And then you got the Fisher King, but the Fisher King was still funny in parts, yeah? I think the one, the uh, creepy one, was was it Photoshop? Oh, 24-hour... Uh, 24 yeah. Photo uh, booth or something like that. Mm. Uh, oh, I shall Google Foo, because these films are well worth knowing about if you've not seen uh, Robin Williams' films. Nimble? Is that what it is? Bill says nimble. <laughs> you can get pills for that, Bill. <laughs> Insomnia? Um, Insomnia, that's it. Insomnia is what a film. That had me freaked. It Jessica. drags you in. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Insomnia. Insomnia. It's brilliant. It is absolutely superb. Another one, if you've never seen it, Patch Adams. Mm. What a film. Based on a real-life story, basically a guy who literally took the healing power of, of laughter seriously. Mm. And there is there is hospitals all over America that treat both with medical products but also with just laughter, joy, you know, um, absolutely amazing guy. Well worth re- catching up on Patch Adams mm. if you if you can actually find anything about it. I, I like that uh, one with um, De Niro. Um, oh, my brain's gone dead. Where he's got that luck syndrome. Oh, Awakenings. Awakenings. Oh, yeah. That, God, that is Aurora. That is seriously Aurora, that. You, you're not kidding. Oh, 
the end. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but if you you get to the end of that film, you are going to need Kleenex. You certainly are. <laughs> you're going to need a cuddle as well. Oh God! Oh, God. You, you you're going to need a cuddle after that film. Jeeps, that is one amazing <laughs> film. I mean, I never realised how early in his career Popeye actually was. Oh yeah, that was quite early. That 1980, that was. Mm. And another hidden gem. It's a bizarre one, but the world according to Garp. Don't think I've seen that one. That is one heck of a film. It, it's based on a brilliant book. Mm. The book is superb. It's it's funny. It's sad. It's bittersweet. It's chaotic as hell. Um, John Irving wrote that. Mm. But uh, Robin Williams as Garp in the film. What, I mean, did you, what did you think to toys? If you didn't try and get too deep into it, it was good. Mm. It was a very bizarre film. It was a very bizarre film. But it was. It, I thought it was funny. I mean, that that's the one that Grumpy's talking about now, Toys, the Toy Factory one. Um, Fisher King, Nick Nolte and Robin Williams at their finest. That was Mrs. brilliant. Mrs. Doubtfire. Another one, superb. Now, you if can't you forget see... that you can't forget one, the big one, which is Aladdin. Yeah. No. Good morning, Vietnam. Down to rocket from the Delta to the DMC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fever, denang, 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 rock, rock me. Good God, it's early. What time is it? It's all six hundred hours. What does the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. <laughs> Yeah, I like that film. <laughs> You'd never guess. <laughs> and for anybody else wearing headphones, I'm sorry. <laughs> but when you look at what he's actually done, he's done some. He's done an absolutely amazing amount of work. Yeah. I mean, the Bicentennial Man. I thought that was brilliant. That was Jacob, awesome. Jacob Delay is worth a look as well. Mm. That's not a funny film by any sense of the word, but it's good. Um, Jack, do you remember Jack? Yeah, the one where he's the little kid trapped in the mm. he ages. God, that had me in Kleenex as well. <laughs> what dreams may come? Now that one freak freaked me a little. I like that, that was one. good. I enjoyed that one. Mm. It's a thinker film. Yeah, it? it is. It was very, very clever. Especially when you find out the twist at the end. Oh, you ain't kidding. Mm. Oh, you oh, ain't kidding. Yeah. That, that was a good one. Yeah, Dead Poets. <laughs> my captain, my captain. <laughs> I love Dead Poets. Now, the, there was another one, and, and this wasn't Robin Williams, but this is uh, Danny DeVito, Renaissance Man. Not seen that one. Well worth it, mate. Mm. Well worth it. Not, uh, you know, like the sort of 80s, late 80s com comedy films that you used to get. Mm. It basically, uh, Miserable Geezer takes on a group of soldiers who have to pass their educational uh, certificates, otherwise they'll get kicked out of the army. Mm. And it's all based on that premise. What a film. 
Hmm. I can watch that time and time again. I only say that because I watched Twins the other day. You know, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, dear. But I'm showing my age there. <laughs> the Light Between the Oceans. That's the only film that got me. Tears for, for days. Um, the Light Between the Oceans. Ooh. That sounds like it may be worth having a look at. Light Between the Oceans. Oh. 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 Oh, this looks like... Oh, it's Michael uh, Fassbender. Hmm. Story of a lighthouse keeper and his wife who rescue and adopt an infant girl adrift at sea. Years later, the couple discover the child's true parentage and are faced with a moral dilemma of their own. Dear Lord, that'd kill me. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. I might have to have a shifty of that hmm. when the wife's in. I tell you one. I tell you. A, a... <laughs> It wasn't a film, but it was a TV series uh, with uh, Michael York. And it was called For Those I Loved. Mm. And I've been after it for absolutely... Uh, well, it was on v uh, VHS. We got it from the actual uh, video shop when we used to be able to rent videos. It was that long. Mm. And it was uh, quite a long parter. And the the basic premise is it's so like it's uh, Michael York right at the beginning it's Michael York I think he's in Australia or somewhere in that neck of the woods because there's um, forest fires mm. and he's the area that he's living in uh, obviously catch fire because of all these bushfires and things like that and his house. He survives, he loses his children and his wife and etc. And what's left of his house, he sat down there and he gets a phone call. Mm -hmm. And he, basically this phone call is actually slagging him off because basically, well, he would survive because he was a Jew. And then all of a sudden it goes back to his right beginning and it starts off with him, how he was in the ghetto how he escaped and all this lot. And it was all from the Nazis and the, you know, you've got the uh, Auschwitz type thing and all that lot. And how he became a successful uh, businessman in New York. And it was basically his life and how he survived mm. um, the uh, Second World War and everything up to that present moment. Oh, what a TV series. Absolutely brilliant. But never been able to get it. I can't even find it. So there you go. And it was called For Those I Loved. And it, honestly, brilliant tearjerker. Well, if we're talking pure tearjerker, Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. Oh. Oh, there we are. You found it. Uh, Michael York, Polish Jewish Holocaust survivor who emigrated to the States in '46. Directed by Robert Enrico for Les Productions, and it appears to be available on YouTube. Oh, cool. In fact, uh, ah, ah. 
there we are. Awesome. The link's in the chat. I mean. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of them. It's amazing what you can find. <laughs> Never thought you'd find that on YouTube. Well, past one and two anyway, so. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'll have a look at that later. Ah, I've just, I've, I've just lost my chat. Chat pop out. Well, I've been, uh, I must admit, I've been, I've been watching a bit of Death in Paradise this morning. I had it playing in the background while I've been working on my reports. So uh, I've had reggae bouncing around my head all day. It's great. <laughs> the Boy in the Stripy Pyjama. Yeah, that is a damn good film, that. It's very, very, oh, that's a... <sighs> That's Another good going. one for you. If, you. if you like that one, The Pianist. That was a yes. good one. That really and was. If you can face it, I mean, it's a period drama, and I use the word drama, you know, it definitely is. The Piano. Oh, yeah. We're on Harvey beach. We're, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a... That's a proper... If you can... If it's your thing, and you can face it, well worth it. <laughs> Hip hop, honest mate, no worries on that. Don't, don't have to. <laughs> Bless you, really nice Bless you mate. Though no, no it's, it, that that is really really appreciated. But uh, you know, I don't. My left foot. Uh, my oh, oh, Christy Brown, what a film! And if you like him, um, what was it called now? Um, <sighs> Oh, what was it called? It was the um, Northern Ireland. Uh, in the name of the father. No, in the name of the father. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Blimey, <sighs> now we're. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's my it. left foot. Yeah. Now the, there was one that Salma Hayek's done, uh, and it's about a very famous Mexican painter, and I'm trying to think what it's called. Give me two secs. I will find this. I tripped across it. I have no interest in art whatsoever, really. Mm. Uh, I'm not a big... I don't wander around galleries going, oh, it's fabulous. It shows the light. Be before you go any further, there's... Um, oh, what's his name? Starry Starry Night. Da Vinci, no. Is it Da Vinci? No, it's uh, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. You might have to check it out on YouTube, but there's a... I know you can get it on Amazon, and it's called Van Gogh. Mm. And what they've done, they've made a film, and they've reproduced all of his paintings. There was something like two or three hundred individual painters making it, because this is a stop-motion animation... And they've painted in exactly the same way as is, and it actually tells you the story. Absolutely amazing. Uh, it, the film's called Frida, and it is. Uh, I will find the name. I'm guessing the uh, name of the artist is Frida as well. What a story! Um, the man who sued God. Yeah, that's a good film. Oh, I love that film. The other one is, um, oh, it's got David Tennant and Billy Connolly and what uh, what we did with our family. What our family did, it, mm -hmm. it, something like that. 
it was one of the last films that Billy did before he sort of stopped uh, making films. But David Tennant and this chaotic family, just there's something about it that just touches, tugs on the heartstrings. <laughs> um, Frida Carlo, Carlo, I think that's the, how you pronounce it. She's a very famous Mexican painter. Hmm. And it's uh, Diego Rivera was her husband. And they were both sort of right at the forefront of Mexican art. Yeah. And it doesn't sound that interesting, but she has a traumatic accident as a kid and it breaks her spine. And she then becomes a lesbian after she finds out that her husband's cheating on her. He's a serial womanizer and... You, you've got to remember, at the time, I mean, mm. you're talking, what, 1920s? Um, I think that's pretty much the period where it's set. Mm. It, this is all groundbreaking stuff, yeah. But what a film. It just, it, it again, it's something I wouldn't have chosen to watch. I just happened to mm. come across it. But what a film. Absolutely stunning. And... and Proves what an amazing actress Selma Hayek is. Mm. She's not just a pair of cracking boobs. <laughs> Although, if you are interested, they are available in this film. <laughs> I, I, I've got to admit, I love finding obscure films. One film that, well, two films that really stick out. Um, my mind one's called pi as in yeah. pi the mathematician where yeah. he goes yeah yeah and then the other one is requiem for a dream oh requiem for a dream why mm. does that that's based on a book isn't it probably yeah uh, now rutger howard did some some of them did loads of films like that mm. you know Back in the day when he was after, uh, pretty much after uh, Blade Runner and he had such an amazing... Uh... Yeah, he did some really arty films though, didn't he? Oh, he did. He did mm. some incredible stuff. But um, there was Wedlock, where he's uh, as a double-crossed criminal. But the idea being they're put into this futuristic prison. And what they've got is collars around their neck. Mm. And somebody in the prison is their partner. And there's no need for fences, because if you go any further than 100 metres from your partner, your head explodes. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Absolutely brilliant. But there was another one called Split Second. And it's the film he did just before Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. And he plays the ultimate sort of anti-hero. He's very Rutger this character. But it's a sort of B-movie version of Alien, almost. See you later, Bronco. Have a good day, kiddo. Um, but again, if you've got a wet afternoon that you can't be bothered and you've watched everything else, have a look for it, because it really is brilliant. Well, dude, it's uh, four o'clock. Are you joking? I'm not. <laughs> Where's that gone? <laughs> Serious. Oh, Mrs. Brown. Mrs. Brown, yeah. That's Mrs. Brown, but uh, wow, what a film that was. Like Billy in his kilt. That was just terrifying. 
<laughs> but uh, hip hop, I, I did see your comment, mate. Oh, I'm, I'm not ignoring it. I know you're not going to take a note. If you want to, if you, if that's how you feel about it, if you want to send them to Mark, that's great, mate. And I'll I'll pick them up from Mark. Uh, say mucking about then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but you really don't have to, mate. Honest. Mm. Or if you do, I'll, I'll probably end up doing a little vid. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> oh, bless you, mate. Right. Well, we better wind it up. So, massive thank you to everybody that's joined us this afternoon. I know it's been more of a ramble than usual. I. Uh, I apologise for that, but I think it's been fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think a ramble's always good on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, it is, and the food stuff. I know how you feel, because I'm starving now. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know what I really fancy? Do you remember that honeycomb that you used to be able to get with chocolate on? What, a curly whirly? No, it was just like a big bar of honeycomb. You know, like that, that sweet that they used to make. I think I know what you're on about. You add bicarb to it and it all fluffs up and then it goes rock hard. <laughs> and they used to... <laughs> See, we're getting science as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, you used to, then they used to dip it in chocolate and you used to get it in big, like, chunky bars. It was fab. <laughs> so, anyway... Massive thank you to everybody that's joined us. Without you, there is no show. I know we keep on saying it, but it's true. Huge crunchy. Yeah, it was. It was like a giant crunchy. I think I know what you're on about. Absolutely massive. No, crunchy's like the little piggly sort of thick as your finger job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These were Mm. just wrapped in clear cellophane. (laughs) Jake, what you're up to this afternoon and who with, leave to yourself, mate. (laughs) You bad man. Hip Hop, thank you for coming in, mate. Really appreciate you joining us, especially if it's Littland's birthday this weekend. We know where it's mm. like. Wish you many happy returns from both myself and Mark, will you? And I'm sure she had a lovely time with an Aladdin-themed party. That's fab. Isn't it? That's so cool. I wish my dad had done that. <laughs> That's the one. In the bags, yeah. Hmm. Oh, Bill. Tell me where. Because <laughs> I write fancy some. <laughs> so, next week, you can join us at 2 o'clock. You certainly you can. Soon. Yeah. You can. And don't forget um, the home service on a Thursday at 7pm. Indeed, with our wonderful co-host, Chris. Might even see your Aiden. Never know you won't. I doubt it. Oh. I think his uh, computer's poorly. Or is it still badly? As far as I'm aware of, yes, it's computer spilled poorly. So that's that's our more vapey show, isn't it? Mm, that's that's <laughs> our seriously vapey show. <laughs> Not like this one. This is just chill out. It's a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. For... Indeed. <laughs> Sweet shopping. Right, looks like I'm travelling up to Whitby then. <laughs> Not a finer place. Too right. Get chips then and all. Mm. (laughs) Uh, So, what you got coming up next week, Mark? Coming up next week, I have got two reviews. I've got the Eurus and I've also got the Wit. 
a little kit that uh, from you can then obviously live show on a thursday so that's next week uh, things that have been updated uh, if you missed last thursday's show updates um the channel is now monetized uh, doesn't mean I'm going to get anything because it's been restricted straight away. But uh, yeah, we've been monetized. I've got super chat in there now. So if you want to help the channel out, you can do in a in the future or whatever. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to sort out the. We've just got enough money saved up now to get the uh, logos done for the hats and the beanies on Teespring. So that should be up. I'm waiting for Teespring to get back to me because they've got the actual logo. So eventually, next week or so, hopefully you should be able to buy uh, caps and beanies from the Teespring store. Just in time for Expo. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's it. That's about it. Fabulous. Well, once again, thank you for joining us. We really do love seeing you in chat. Uh, it's always a giggle and thank you to Mark for making all this possible bless you <laughs> bless, bless you yeah big thanks to everyone in chat it's been awesome we love having a natter with you guys you make the show it's it's awesome so yeah it's great I mean it's like a big virtual pub table hmm. yeah. you know we've got the jokers and we've got the regulars and then there's the vapors and the the bloke what knows about the techie stuff over there is brilliant. <laughs> right, I'm going to say to Rat. Yeah, you ready? We better add. Bye. Bye. Mind Rachel might be bumping in. Yeah, it'd be awesome.